Well, let's go into some things I mentioned last, last Sunday, actually taught. And now I want us to look at them and believe God to pray this, this evening. I, I believe so much, uh, church, that, that never before you need to be in the word and prayer as you've entered in this new year. And you, you must give yourself to that. Be determined. Our personal prayer and also corporate prayer. I'm believing God, the church will respond. But if I can have 10 who are committed, we can move things around. Sometimes you start and others fall. But it has to have, we, have, we must have someone who would really start. And I encourage you in your own time and never before, pray. And, and uh, something that's, that also encourage you to do is not just pray, but have extended time of prayer. Extended time of prayer. You learn a lot of things in that. Believers pray, but many don't have extended time of prayer. Those extended times of prayer, you learn a lot of things. And you learn levels and levels of intercession. And you will know, listen to this, you spend time with him so much in prayer, you will know he's leading even in prayer. The leading of the Holy Spirit. And you know what that increases? It increases accuracy. Accuracy in prayer. Find yourself, you're accurate. You know things. Oh, there are things over the last 20, what, 27 going to 28 years, actually, uh, since I gave my life to Christ. But there, there are things the last 27 years, uh, I wish it was a, a daily happening of accuracy. Accuracy. You, you know, like what the, the scripture prayed from, uh, a prayer prayed based on John 16, that he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit work is to show us things to come. As a believer, by the way, not like you have to be a prophet, but as a believer, showing you things to come. And there are things that God has accurately showed me. And, and you enjoy that. You want that to happen all the time. I was reminding of a family member uh, during this Christmas, uh, telling him that how God has delivered him over and over again. And how God would reveal to me before the devil destroys, wanted to destroy him. Before accurately of what was going to happen. And, and uh, in, in prayer, remember one time the Lord said, just take authority over this spirit. Wants to destroy him. God wants to show you things to come. But you have to rely on the Holy Spirit for this to happen. Things to come. Uh, worrying you don't have to be there. There's a camera right in front. You can go side by side, wherever is comfortable to you. But, but God wants to show you things to come. And to show me things to come. Listen this, that we're always ahead of the devil. That we are always ahead of him. If you know what is happening by the Spirit, you are ahead of the devil. He will try but it's too late. Oh, let me show you a scripture here. 
Somehow that is sticking, that's showing you things to come. It will show you things to come. Listen this in a moment. Okay, in chapter 16 of John, John 16. Look at verse, verse 1, it says, These things I have spoken to that you should not be made to stumble. So, so can you see that? These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. So when you know ahead of time, you don't need to stumble. Are, are you seeing that? Okay, look at this. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God's service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father, nor me. So he's telling them things to come. Have you seen that? Now go to the next verse, verse 4. But these things I've told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. That you may remember that I told you of them. What will that mean and these things that did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. But he says this I told that you may remember I told you of them. So having known that the master has told you and they are happening, you go through that season or that time with hope. Because he knows. And you won't even fall for the deceptions of the enemy that God is not with you anymore. It's because of such and such a mistake that you made. No, you are confident he is with you. Like this, David says in Psalm 23, Though walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You, you see that? So then, that, that's verse, six, verse 4. And then, and then, Verse 5 says, But now I go to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go. For if I do not go away, the help will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Now, I won't go into all those details. But let's go to verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Are you seeing that? For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And what will he do? He will tell you things to come. So listen to this. If you have a relationship with the Lord through the Holy Spirit, we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, there's something that is the truth, the word of God. He will show us things to come. There'll be a knowing. Sometimes you just know that no matter what the devil does, you know. You know that this is just for some time. And anyway, he's, he's defeated. He's a defeated for. So he'll, he'll tell you things to come. He'll glorify me for he'll take over his mind and declare to you all things that the Father has a mind, therefore I say that you'll take of mine and declare to you. So it's God's will for you to know things to come by the Spirit. By the Spirit. That the enemy, again, 
when we are walking step by step by step with God, we know what is coming. We know what is ahead. What does that mean? We are prepared. We are well prepared to deal with the enemy. So let me say something here. One also of the assignments of the Holy Spirit to you as in my life as a believer is to prepare you for what is coming. Is to prepare you for what is coming. He'll prepare you. You, If you're walking in step with God every time, every day, you're striving to be in the Word and in prayer, the things that will happen, even if the adversities of the enemy, you'll realize that you're well prepared. Luke 21. Let me see if I can read it from the Amplified Version. All right. Luke 21. Let's start from. Oh, it's long. And he's telling them of what was coming. And then. And verse 12, he says, But previous to all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, turning you over to the synagogues and prisons, and will be laid away, laid away before kings and governors for my name's sake. And then verse 13 says this, um, this, is, this will be a time and an opportunity for you to be a testimony. And look at what he says, verse 15. Resolve and settle it in your minds, not to meditate and prepare beforehand how you are to make your defense and how you'll answer. Okay? For I myself, for I myself will give your mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute. I myself, God, Jesus himself, he said, I myself will give your mouth. I myself will give your mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all your force combined will be unable to stand against your refute. Let me see the other amplified, please. That verse 15. Sometimes I check it out from different versions and it's, it's amazing. I will give you skillful words. And wisdom which none of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. Listen, God, oh my goodness. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. And God knows if we, we, we listen to him, he gives us utterance to deal with the enemy. He gives us words in situation. Remember, he created everything with words, everything was, that was created was created with, by, by him speaking words. Something he wants to do to give you words by the Holy Spirit. Don't you know that they are creative words? Like what Brother Francis was saying the other Sunday, was it 24th? Uh, they are creative words. He calls them skillful words. But they are creative. Listen, they speak into into your life, or whoever you are praying for, you grant your utterance, 
But more than that also, those words, they're building, but they're destroying the kingdom of darkness. They're building the kingdom of God. They're building the purposes of God, but they're destroying the kingdom of darkness. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 1. I haven't even gone to my notes. All what I've written. So you, you, did you see the word? will give skillful words and wisdom which none of your opponents will be able to resist. You remember that? The, the other version says what? Let's go to the other version, please, that amplified. Sorry, go back to the, the other amplified classic. It talks about utterance. Utterance. All right. The amplified, the, the same scripture that we had before, please. Uh, in Luke 24, verse 15. Unless you don't know what it is. Luke 24. For I'll give you a mouth and wisdom. No, no, no. For I will give you, I myself will give you a mouth and such what? Utterance. Look at this. A mouth, utterance, and wisdom. I want you to start thinking about praying in tongues. When you're praying in tongues, you have divine utterances. You have a mouth that will destroy the purposes of, of the devil. And listen to this. And there is wisdom that comes forth. I myself, Jesus is saying, same one who when you are praying in tongues is giving us what? Utterance. Utterance. Utterance and wisdom. All right, let's go to jo- Jeremiah chapter 1. See, the beginning, we better create the year in God's purposes. Through what? Through God's word. Amen? Through God's word. We take, listen, and that's what you're going to do this evening. We pray. We believe God for utterance by the Spirit. And we start doing what? Declaring. Declaring. Declaring the purposes of God. Declaring the purposes of God for your life. Declaring the purposes of God for this church. Declaring the purposes of God for, for the nation and for the nations of the world. Utterance. Where are those utterance coming from? Remember John 16. He will receive what is mine and he will declare it to you. The utterances of God coming by the Spirit in our hearts for us to declare them on this earth. Now look at this. Jeremiah's call and God tells him, verse, four, before, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Then I said, ah, 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 Lord. <laughs> ah, Lord God. Behold, I cannot speak for my youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you shall speak. God is committed to his word, utterance. Because listen this, he knows the power is in the words, his words. He, he has so much confidence in his word. Uh, oh, he has so much yeah, confidence on his word. Okay, he, is so, he has so much confidence in his word, in his word. Until when he says it, he says this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. Have I not spoken? God says, when I speak, 
I release my faith with those words and in those words, and they will do exactly what I've said they will, those words will do. It's not my word like a hammer. <laughs> you remember that? Breaks rocks in pieces. I've said it, and it will happen. Then he says this, Do not say that I am a youth before, and whatever I command you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my... Did you notice that he didn't touch his nose? So your nose is not the problem. <laughs> he didn't touch your nose, his nose. Your nose is never a problem. I've, I've watched, you know, so just here and there, you know, of, in, over the years. But you find that someone say, you know, I'm an, I'm an African and I felt my nose is wide. So I had to go for plastic surgery. I thought, you all make your nose tight. Mine is going to be wider. Can you imagine that? that and not realizing their problems in the mouth. <laughs> it's a bad mouth that thinks, that talks about their nose. Okay, look at this. For, but behold, I've put my words in your mouth. And, and listen to this. I've put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. Does that remind you of Ephesians 2.6? We've been raised together with him. We've been made to sit together with him. Far above all principality and power and dominion and might. See, I've, I've this day set you over the nations out of the kingdoms to do what? To root out and to pull down. With what? Wars of God. Wars of God. To root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wars. Wars. This year you have to believe God for utterance than ever before. You may be in a situation and it's so difficult. Say, Lord, I'm not going to say anything with understanding without having been sure that I've received utterance from you. So what do I do? I do much of my praying in tongues then. Until when I get the utterance, I get the words. Listen to this carefully. Until I get, when I get the words to speak over, to speak over this situation, I'm not going to say anything. Sometimes we have, we are so, we have so many opinions in every situation. I was praying during the, remember that Christmas washful evening? We had. And, uh, and I knew we'd invested quite a bit into it. And therefore, what I did not want is for it to rain. Then on a Thursday, it started raining. You remember that? I got into the spirit, I think on, was it Thursday night or Friday night? I got into the spirit. I spent at all, at all, I think at all, no man, it cannot rain. It cannot rain. I dared. It cannot rain. There's no way. Can you imagine, guys, all the preparation and, 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 and it's raining and you come into a red carpet with muddy, muddy, 
shows. That's not God. I got in the spirit. I remember, I think it was Friday night. I got into the spirit. I saw myself ascending the spirit realm, that Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. I saw myself, and, and Hebrews chapter, chapter 4, verse 16. I saw myself there. Until now I turned and I started speaking to the rain down there. You see in the clouds. When you catch a flight, you feel like it's raining, you just go, Phew. it's not raining up there, it's just here. So who's higher? I'm telling you, I spoke to it, I told, I told it that you cannot rain on that Sunday. You can start raining at 1 a.m. on Monday morning. I said it, I knew it, it was done. You remember that morning I came back to the bedroom and said, it cannot rain. That I know. I woke up on Monday morning, it was so hot, I said, now you can rain. Seriously, I said, I turned, I thought, my goodness, it's wrong. Oh God, let it rain now. It can rain. I'm telling you, I'm not playing around. I wasn't playing around. I was determined. You have the power. You have the utterance. But listen this. You have to enter into the spirit. There are things that you need to settle once and for all when you have the utterance of the Holy Ghost. You say once and for all and it's settled. It cannot happen except by my word. That, that authority is real. Sometimes the devil knows that we have that authority and we don't use it. We don't exercise it until it takes pleasure. Knowing that they have all this authority in them and upon them and they are not using it. Listen, authority is exercised. And how do you exercise authority? With utterance, with utterance, with words, words, words brought forth by the Holy Ghost. I myself will give you words. I see, I've said to you this day over the nations, to root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and plant. How is that? Through words. And God says, I'm ready to perform my word. I'm watching over it, to perform it. So then, <laughs> hmm, praise God. Got something out of it already? Now let's go to Matthew 18. Matthew 18. Let's start from verse 15 so that you can see the context of it. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go tell him, say, him his fault between you and him alone. Don't tell anyone else. You see the instruction of Jesus? Between you and him alone. He said, Oh, no, 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 no. Go tell him. I've made that mistake. You know what I'm talking about, have you? Have you ever made that mistake? You want to tell someone else. And that someone told someone. And that other someone told the other person. Oh, one of the mistakes that I, I, I made, I made, I remember this, is, <laughs> I did years ago, it was nasty. Uh, several years ago, actually. 
I call an example. I have, uh, Leah has a sister called Helen. So I have the number for Leah. I have a number for Helen. But then I call Helen to, uh, Helen to ask, how is uh, Leah? Where is she? And then they talk. And then the way it comes out was so bad that I'm realizing. And then she tells, she tells uh, uh, the husband. Oh, I don't, that, I don't want it anymore. Well, I'll call you. You understand? I'm not going to call your sister to find out what you're doing. I'll call you. I made it. I made that mistake. And worse, I changed. And, and you know, that is communicated badly. I had to call now. Give me an example. I had to call Leah. Say, I apologize, Leah. I should have called you yet. I have your number. I'm the only one who's ever gone through that. You all are little, little angels over here. My goodness. You never did that, done that? Huh? <laughs> you did what? You didn't do the latter part? Oh, no. <laughs> he did what didn't do the latter part. Oh, I had to. And really apologize profusely and say, oh, Leah, forgive me. Forgive me. Leah, I will never ask anyone about you. I will call you. And sure enough, I've done that to that family. I did that for a long time. I'll call. And I have those impressions. Sometimes the Lord will impress me. And you know, Leah has, I mean, uh, I'm giving an example. Helen has her own perceptions. And probably that's the time they met with Leah and they didn't go well. They didn't go well when they are parting ways. So they'll give their own story Tell her, like, I don't think if she's coming even back to church. <sighs> Big problem. Why did I get into that? Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. Let me, let me give you such a key here of effectiveness that you're going to have this year. Cleanse your life. Don't allow anything that will affect your relationship with the Lord. That was not the right thing that I did. Be quick to repent. Be quick to repent. Clean your life. Cleanse your life. Consecrate your life to God. Move if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault before you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. You see, the whole purpose is to gain your brother. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. But if you'll not hear, take with you one or two more. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word will be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. That's a way up there. You don't start that way. Tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. So before you come to me, do your due, due diligence. <laughs> With your brother. Before you drag your brother and sister to me, you've done your work very well. Anyway. But then it goes on to say, as surely I say to you, it's showing us what? Look at this. It's dealing with this issue, but it's showing us the power of agreement. The power of agreement. As surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Can you see from the Amplified Classic, please? It says, 
a little bit different explains something here. Are you there? Truly I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. So listen to this, church. The pattern is heaven. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? Truly I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden where? In heaven. So you have to know the Holy Scriptures. Do you remember when Moses was, was building the tabernacle, was erecting the tabernacle, what he was told by God? You do it according to the pattern that I showed you in the mountain. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. It's not let it be on, in heaven as it is on earth. Huh? The per- heaven is the perfection. So let it be on earth as it is in heaven. That's why those utterances are from the Lord. It's not how much I speak, it's how much I hear and speak from Him. Do you see that? It's not how much I speak, oh Father, oh, no, 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 it's how much I hear from Him and speak that has power. That's why again, Praying in tongues is so critical because if you pray right and pray proper in tongues, if I may use that word, you are, you are, you are, you are praying in tongues, you are speaking those utterances, but at the same time, you are listening. You are paying attention to what the Lord will reveal to you and give you the utterance concerning a situation. Let no man eat fruit, not, let no man eat fruit from you ever again. You remember that scripture? Let no man eat fruit from you ever again. Where where were those words from? Huh? God, the Father. Because Jesus said this, I speak no word. I speak even no one word do I speak except that which I've heard from my Father. Hearing is critical. Hearing to speak. Hearing to speak, hearing to decree, hearing to utter. The creative power of God is in his words. And listen to this, what he speaks is known as Rema. It's alive. It's alive. Truly, I declare to, to be, whatever you forbid, and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be what is already permitted in heaven. Listen to this. I know the Lord was in that, in that preparation for that evening. I know he was in that. Do you think he'll just make it rain? Huh? I hear people ask, oh, Japan has been hit by earthquakes. Oh, it's an act of God. That's foolish. Act of God. And it's because the mother nature. Nature is not my mother. I know my mother. You understand? I know my mother. Is, is your nature, nature your mother? Anyone who realized that you're in the, in the hospital because nature gave birth to you? It's just your mother went to the hospital. 
not nature. Ah, the world is confused. You, you see what I'm you see what I'm saying over there. So so you have to know to know that. Let's go to to uh, Psalm twenty nine. Utterance. Hallelujah. Utterance. Oh, that's what makes the devil mad. Utterance of believers led by the Holy Spirit. Those are words that bind him. Go there, verse 19, please, before you go to Psalm 29. Go to verse 19. Did I finish that? Oh, yeah, let's see. Okay, did you change again? I wanted still to have the Amplified Classic. Again, I tell you, now this is the part I'm, I'm talking about. We have to be in agreement. If two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything and everything, they may ask it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. God honors agreement. But whatever we are agreeing on must be the one which is what? Permitted in heaven. You understand? No, well, we are, we are green to pray for this brother until he dies. I mean, that's not, you know, that's, that's not God. You understand? It's whatever is permitted in heaven. Or let's agree that they divorce so that I can marry the husband. You know, that's not an, you see, that's, I even think like that. Is that, that crazy? Oh, don't you know, I, I've been in the body of Christ for 27 years now. <laughs> this craziness. I had an individual some years ago that two individuals actually insisted a married man that's the husband. So what? Sat down in many meetings. But the person is, is, is just set. An example, the person is come giving an example. The person is called uh, Sulubu. <laughs> the one she was claiming to be the husband is called Sulubu. An example. I'm giving an example. Slobo, no problem with you. But, but then, uh, then uh, even writes me a letter and signs off that uh, uh, you are faithful, Mrs. Slobo. Give it to Sheila to bring to me. That's madness. I'm talking about madness. The person just being convinced that Slobo is the husband, while Slobo is, is married to uh, Silaha. You understand? <laughs> so Silah is the rightful husband, I mean wife, but, but this one is really saying this Sulubu is my husband. So writes, writes the name of you know, uh, Rehani uh, Sulubu, Mrs. Rehani Sulubu. Ah. Anyway. All right, so make sure prayer of agreement, harmonize symphony together according to what? The pattern. The word of God. All right, let's go to Psalm 29, then the New King James Version. So do you all agree the utterance by the Holy Spirit is the voice of God? Oh, I had this, I was listening to a certain tape many years ago. Oh, goodness, this made an made a impact to me. Uh, this man of God said this. Jesus 
is our voice in heaven. And we are his voice on earth. We are in covenant. And power is, power lies on us listening to the words of Jesus. So that we can speak them on earth and do his will. Did you remember that is our advocate? Don't you remember that he forever lives there to make intercession for us? But listen to this. We hear also his voice. That's the Holy Spirit in John 16, among other scriptures, talking about how we will take the words of Jesus and declare them to us. For what purpose? He, those are his words to do his will on earth. His words are his will. Don't forget that. His words are his will. Or his words are his will. Or his words is his will. Whatever, however you put it. You, you see that. What's the will of God? The will of God is the word of God. And in Matthew 16, remember he said this, I will build my church. Oh, let, let's read this, then we go to Matthew 16, then we, we start praying in a short one. All right? This is new year. We've just begun. Huh? We can continue this meeting until December. Non-stop. <laughs> now look at this. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. Let's start from verse, verse 1. Give unto the Lord, almighty ones. Give unto the Lord what? Glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The, glow, the God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. When I read that, I realized I cannot drown. I'm not going to jump into the ocean, you understand, thinking like I cannot drown. But if anything happens, I cannot drown. Did you hear what I said? Make declarations. You see, I'm, I'm scriptural. I realize I cannot drown. Now, that, that, again, that does not mean I'm going to Thompson Falls and jump over there. No, that's suicide. That's different. But I'm saying, if the devil tries this, I refuse to drown. Because the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. And then he says this, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. That's another one I realized. Thrown into fire won't burn. Oh, why is that? Abednego, Meshach, and those three Hebrew boys. That's what happened. That does not mean I'm going to put my hand in the fire. You understand? Like, <laughs> I've seen some crazy things of people say that you trade upon serpents and scorpions. And if they bite you, they'll not harm you. I mean, people are church where they have serpents. In a congregation, serious? <laughs> Big serpents. That is a, and the pastor actually was beaten by one of them and died. You saw that? Yeah, he died. They, can you imagine us bringing serpents in the church? That we are acting on the scriptures. That's, that's madness. So, understand, you cannot put your hand in the fire. Is it cannot burn? 
or see snakes and put your hand over there. No, not so. But if the devil uses that, you have authority because of God's word. Now look at this. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone says what? Oh, that's a a weak one. And in his temple, everyone says what? Glory. But what does he say? The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. It's creative in nature. It's fruitful in nature. When you get God's utterance in a situation, there's fruit. God fruit, if I can use that word. There's fruit. The Lord sat enthroned us at the flood, and the Lord sees us king forever. The Lord will do what? Give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Can you say amen? You receive that. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Creative ability of God. Utterance. Utterance that will change your situations. Depending on God to hear his voice concerning situations. Listen this. It's not in how much you speak. It's how much you hear and speak and declare and decree. That is a game changer right there. There's a scripture told us to go. Remember it? You, you don't remember? Matthew 16, thank you. Ah, I was looking for any gift around here, but... <laughs> Matthew 16. See, let's see here. So then, when Jesus came into the region, verse 13, of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, <clears throat> saying, Who do men say that I am? Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they say, some say, John the Baptist, some Elijah and some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. What's that? That's their reasoning. Preciseness comes with revelation. Preciseness, or being precise, comes with revelation. All the others are wanderings. I don't know how it will be. I don't know if it's God or not. You know, you know people said this last time and it doesn't happen. So, yeah, you need revelation. You need the utterance. You need, you need the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because you're wondering. Oh, I don't know. You know, last time. <laughs> again, I, again, I remember that Saturday t- telling... Uh, my wife, Tina, telling her, it cannot rain. Huh? It cannot rain. If you are getting married this year, during the rain season, you better know. And stop the rains. Amen? It cannot rain. Do you know it can, it can destroy your, your millions? Make it look so horrible. 
And people say it's the act of nature. <laughs> Not so. Okay, so this, these are people who are wondering. They are saying what? Some say, are you seeing these opinions? Some say, I saw it on Twitter. Some said it was John the Baptist. When I checked on YouTube, there's a guy who was saying that you're Elijah. And I checked it also on Facebook. There's a guy now who said it's Jeremiah. And the other one is who? Uh, which other channel do you use? Uh, on WhatsApp, they are, they are posting TikTok. In fact, they are saying you are one of the prophets. So we don't know. Then Peter. He said, and then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? You've had all the opinions. You've had all. Have you, have you, don't, don't ever talk this way. I've had especially some young people are so used to say this. Someone said, someone said, someone, don't do that. Someone said, someone said, you cannot live your life that way, someone said. You know, someone said this and someone said, like someone said, no, 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 be precise. This is what I say. Do you know what that gives you? Authenticity. You say. Huh? Okay. But what, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you Simon Barjona for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father was in heaven. So what did he receive from heaven? Revelation. What did he receive? He received utterance. He received utterance from heaven. He receives the preciseness of who the one who was standing before him was. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Messiah. And he realized, this is not flesh and blood that has revealed this to me. This is your father, my father who is in heaven. In other words, what you've received is a revelation. I'm telling you, every one of us, whatever the situation may be facing, just a revelation from God, that's it. And what follows, you receive a revelation of the utterance. I can dare tell you that in millions that you're expecting is just in a revelation. Huh? Just a revelation. <laughs> I've had so many people getting married, you know, especially they're following the leading of the Holy Spirit. They, they say, we, we walked with that brother for a long time, and one time we realized, by the way, you see, that's a revelation. <laughs> The time even we're sitting, you know, talking, and say, Wow. All of a sudden, thoughts started coming into my mind, and, and we've been married now for 50 years. Revelation. Revelation. Amen. As I'm talking about revelation, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father was in heaven. If there's anything, the Lord has been reminding me of this. I was telling Tina earlier on. Pay attention to words. Pay attention to words. Don't assume. So I'm saying the same to you. Pay attention to words. Be precise concerning words. Words are building stones. 
and when you receive words from heaven, they change everything in your life. They bring the fragrance of heaven. Your prayer life changes. You're confident. My father in heaven, my father who's in heaven has revealed this to you. Go to, go to the next one, verse 18. Look at this, what he says. And I'll show you another scripture. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church. He didn't say he was going to build his church upon Peter. That's why you have St. Peter's. Oh, forget about those. People get into, into craziness. You know, he didn't say that. He's on, you, are, you are Peter, and on this rock, a small rock, and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. God says, I'm going to do it by revelation. This is what is going to build the church. This is how I'm building my, my, my church. With, by what? Revelation. Revelation is like a building block. Here, 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 here. And you keep what? Building. And when you build that way, you are sure, no devil... No, no assignment of the kingdom of darkness shall prevail against that which has been built by revelation. Why is that so? It's built on God's pattern. So look at this. Look at this church. God says, this is the pattern that I, that I, that I build my church. That's, this is how I build my church. I want you to see something here. Moses, I want you to build... Or to erect that tabernacle according to the pattern that I showed you in the mountain. Remember that? In Exodus. And then he comes in the new covenant. Uh, Jesus asked, who do men say that I am? And they give all the answers like what you've seen. And then he comes to a place and who do you say that I am? And you say, you are the Christ, son of the living God. And this, this, he says this, upon this rock. See, in, other, in other words, this is the way I'm going to build my church. By revelation. Not traditions of men, revelation. You are what? A living stone. What is a living stone? Is what? A people who are walking in revelation. Let me, let me read the two scriptures and we pray. Two scriptures and we pray. And what is our purpose this evening? We believe in God for what? Our trans. First Peter chapter th- chapter four. Oh, all of it is good. I think we have few scriptures. Then we pray. Let's start from verse two. Uh, verse verse one, sir. They are following aside all malice. You see what we are talking about? That's cleansing, repentance, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. You see that? As newborn babes, these are the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Look at verse 4. Come into him. As First Peter chapter 2 verse 4. Come into him as to a living stone. So he says, I'll build my church upon this rock. Because it's, it's still 
Peter is, oh my goodness, he's the one actually whose Christ spoke to, so he's speaking out of Revelation. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, you also, oh, go back there, verse 4. Coming to him as to a what? A living stone which is singular. You know what singular is? <laughs> Coming to him, so who's a living stone? Oh, come on now. Who's a living stone? Jesus, remember he's the rock. The rock of ages. Coming to him, to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. And look at what follows next in verse, verse 5. You also, as what? Living stones, now we are plural. All of us are what? Living stones, he's building his house on revelation knowledge. So don't change your name into John Livingstone, you understand? Or Mike Livingstone, that's okay, David was, but we don't have to change. But you also as living stones are being built up. As what? Up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Oh, that is identity. He's talking about Jesus being the living stone. And he's talking about, about us being living stones. We are right there with him. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against those who are living stones. Alive. Have you seen living? You ever seen a living stone? Huh? You ever seen one? You're walking around and the stone say, Hey! Hi! <laughs> huh? No. But what is he talking about then? He's talking about us being alive. We are alive. So what is this? We, we, we are being built up as what? A spiritual house. You know, I... I kept saying this. I thought I was going to read those prophecies again. But, but let me say something here. Glorious. Glorious. Glorious times are ahead of us as the church. Shoo. Ooh. <sighs> Glorious. I'm telling you, living stones. Spiritual house. People will see holy priesthood. People will see we offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. People can see, wow. You are a human being, but there's something different about you. The glory of God. Let's go quickly to Ephesians chapter 3, verse from the Amplified Classic Version. Let's go to Ephesians 3 quickly. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing the connection? Apostle Paul says, verse 8, from verse 8, to me, it's lengthy, but let's, for, for the purpose of context, he says this, to me, though, the, the very least of the, all the saints, God's consecrated people, this grace, favor, privilege was granted and graciously, graciously entrusted to proclaim to the Gentiles the unending, 
to proclaim to the Gentiles, look at this, to proclaim to the Gentiles the unending, boundless, fathomless, incalculable, and exhaustless, and exhaustless riches of Christ. Say it. Let's go next. We, riches of Christ, say it with me. Wealth, which no human being could have searched out. So if riches in Christ is wealth, so do you know what is in you? Huh? Do you think a living stone will, will have a living stones of poverty? Oh, come on now. You are responding too religious. I want you to respond with revelation. Do you think the living stone will have a living stones of poverty? He says this, and exhaustless riches of Christ's wealth which no human being could have searched out. These riches are in you. Come on now. We are new creation. We are new creation. The world doesn't know us because they don't know him. We are new creation. If your eyes are open to see what new creation is like, oh, even gold, all the gold in the world and all the ages cannot buy that creation. It can only be brought by the precious blood of Christ himself. That's the value. That's your price tag. Hmm? Amen. Have you ever gone to shops that the things are so expensive and you walked around as a new creation? I have. And that's when they are calling, they are saying, sir, sir, sir. And all the sirs is in my heart. Not in my pocket. It's in my heart. It's still, it's still going towards my pockets. But it's in my heart first. Oh my goodness. You know, I remember years ago I went to, to, a, to a certain shop in Westlands. I had 50 bob in my pocket. I really wanted a suit. It was on a Wednesday. So I went, I went there many years ago actually. I went in there and these suits were from Germany. Uh, Perry... Winkle, periwinkle color, peri, uh-huh, periwinkle color. Oh, it was so wonderful. Oh, the fabric. They're coming from Germany. And I just walked in there. And I looked at them, and she's, the lady said, sir, sir, all those years explaining to me, and I fitted it, and it fitted me. I had 50 bob in my pocket. Now, that was, I think, 2007, probably. And I asked how much it was, and it was 25,000. That was a lot of money to me. A lot. And, and, then, uh, and then I left. I said, I'm coming, but I'll come for it. I said, I, I made an utterance, a dec- declaration. It wasn't like I'm playing, I was playing games. I made a declaration. I liked the suit. And, and mostly, my body size, many men are not in my body size. And so, mostly, my, my, my suits, I, I have to have them adjusted and all that, not like so many men of them. I, I have a, a, a body of a, a, a man of God, okay? So, I, have, I have a certain top. Remember that gray top? I have a certain top in the, in the house in written, written made in USA, and they wrote there the ages for 11, 12 years. Seriously, you know that? 11, 12 years. I wait until now, 11, 12 years. Just over here. So you see, my heart, I, I go to those places and my heart is big. 
I'm big in my heart. That's what I tell them. So really, I, years ago, I got a, a very good, very good uh, tailor. Oh my goodness, I value him. It doesn't matter how much he asks for me, from me, I give him money. <laughs> and he likes it, because I tell him, how much is it? This Get it. Because I found someone who can adjust my clothes. You, you understand? Adjust even the, the suits, you know, with the, over here, the shoulder parts. That's someone. That's someone who knows and doesn't destroy it. So I pay him. It doesn't matter whatever amount. I say, you go ahead. Oh, I need this. Go ahead. Have it. You're important to me. So anyway, so I went. I left on that Wednesday. On Saturday morning, I was called. I said, Davis, tell me, uh, how much is your suit? I said, uh, it's actually 22000 Because I've seen it's twenty-five. I, I, I You know you bargain and the money is not even there. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> it's actually 22000 I said, I'm coming, I'm coming over. I'll bring you that money. And brought me the money. And I went back. Now with the manifestation. You understand? <laughs> I bought that suit. I liked it. I enjoyed it for years. I don't know. I gave it to a certain brother years later. But I really enjoyed it. I remember one, another time I was asking the Lord, I said, I want two suits. And I checked them out. I went to a certain shop. And then a certain brother called me and said, uh, uh, the, Lord, uh, the Lord has, called, has, has spoken to my heart that you need a suit. I said, no, sir. I need two. I asked the Lord for two. Then he went quite a little bit. He said, I'll buy both of them. <laughs> I said, did you say that? I said, yeah, I said that. He told me, the Lord told him, and I told the, you had me. I told the Lord I needed two suits, not one. So he tells me, he called me, told me, the Lord has spoken to me that you need a suit, uh, to, to buy you a suit. I said, no, sir, two. I asked him for two. He went quite a little bit. He said, I'll buy both of them. You have to know where, how to get your things. You understand? <laughs> so the, I'm talking about the wealth which no human being could have searched out. So you can go to some places, really, if, if, you've, if you've listened to the Lord and you're, you're full inside. You know. You know. I was doing a certain, was it last year, but one, started, right? 2020, actually, 2020, 2021, there's a certain land in my home area, land construction, and I was told it's, uh, it was being sold over a certain family, so I went and told them. I met with them, said, so, how much are you selling? They told me the price. So that was all I needed to know, the price. How much was it? Do you think I had the money? I didn't have the money. You must have the vision. And then a certain individual, we are talking with a certain individual, oh my goodness, and some money came, we are talking, I mean, if I was going to think of that individual, could not have thought to bring me the money. But I was just, we are, we are talking and all that, and then a few days later, no, no, a few, few weeks later, I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure, he said, you know what, pastor, by the way, yeah, I have some money, and I'm going to pay off for that land. Paid everything. I got the title deed. I wish I'll tell you every week you've got a new land. And I'm not looking for lands. <laughs> but look, at it. Look, look at this. But listen to this. You have to know him. And then you believe God for what? Utterance. For their situation. Now look at this. Also to enlighten all men and make plain to them 
what is the plan regarding the Gentiles and providing the salvation of all men, of the mystery kept hidden through the ages and concealed until now in the mind of God who created all things by Christ Jesus. Look at this verse 10. I want you to pay attention to verse 10. Then we will we'll pray. The purpose is that, the purpose is that through the church. Through what? The church. The complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite, infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made to the, known to the angelic rulers and authorities, principalities, and powers in this heavenly sphere. That means, church, listen to, look at this, look at this scripture. That means the church has access to the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety and innumerable aspects. And because the church has that access, the principalities, angelic rulers, and authorities, and powers in the heavenly sphere get to do what? They see it manifesting. That's the defeat of the devil. Church, we have authority. Church, we have the power. Church, we have the wisdom of God. Church, we have the wealth in Christ. It's all in the church. That tells me Glorious days of the church ahead of us. Sure. Weak? No. Poor? No. Sick? No. Beaten up? No. That's darkness. Darkness is not of the church. We are children of light. We are children of the glory. We are children of power. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. He's given us power. He's given us love. He's given us a sound mind. He's given us authority. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Jesus said, you go now in that same authority. You go now with that same power. You have access to the wisdom of God in all his infinite variety and numerable aspects. So you can say 2024 is a good year. You say it knowing. I say, oh, taxes, oh, this, oh, no, shut up. That has nothing to do with me. Oh, oh, in a, where is that country? Ukraine, oh, oh, in all wars and rumors of wars. Oh, he already said about that. But he gave power to the church. We make some statements here then. Oh, oh, I'm so excited over here. Oh, you know what? I've said it again. If, if Tina and I say that on Friday we are coming to your house, you have every reason to expect us at 3 p.m. Okay? 
But don't expect us because we haven't said. <laughs> so I think they are coming at three. Who told you? Did they tell you? No, they didn't. But I think they are. No, no. Did they tell you? No, they didn't. Listen to this. You can, if we tell you a coming, Tinanda will be in your house at three o'clock on Friday, this Friday. The first Friday of 2024, we just chose to spend it in your house and we are bringing you some wealth. You have every reason to expect. Amen? You know, those ones still don't, don't even prepare anything. We are coming with everything. You have every reason to expect. Huh? But if you haven't told, you don't have to expect. Listen to this. You need to expect good goodness. Because he said it. He's declared it. He's the glorious days for the church. Wonderful things that I had brother Copeland say. It's the year of more and more and more and more. Why shouldn't you expect more? A prophet of God has said. Why should not expect open door? The prophet of God has said. Why have you not expecting progression? Like Dr. Bro, Dr. Jerry Savilla said, and, and listen to this, glorious days. So what you need is to, to listen to the Holy Ghost of how, to, how that looks like and walk in it and wage a good warfare with glorious days and don't accept anything that is less than that. Quickly, then I say this. So you have every reason to expect it grieves the heart of the Father when his people do not expect what he has made available for them to come to pass. It grieves his heart. I say that on Saturday, I had that on Sunday morning. The reason for our redemption is that we may walk in all what God has made available for us in Christ Jesus. Our redemption in Christ is hinged on God's love and goodness to us. It's the manifestation of his complete good, goodwill to man. God is good. His will for man is absolutely good. Listen to this. When you are convinced of God's promises, then we can wage a good warfare against the evil one. You see that? When you are convinced of God's promises, you can wage a good warfare against the evil one. Do you remember Abraham, when the vultures were coming, he had been told to slaughter those, 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 uh, what? those animals. And then when the vultures were coming, for the same sacrifice. He knew those who are thieves. Listen to this. Anything that comes into your life in this year to try to stop these promises from coming to pass, you should know that's the thief. And he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So stop him. Stop him by saying, what the Father says, what the Word of God says, declare it. I don't accept, you know, sometimes it happens. No. Praying becomes part of our lives if we are convinced about God's promises because we are walking in the realm of faith, expecting the will of God to manifest. Faith is what? It's an assurance of the promise coming to pass or being fulfilled in your life. Did you hear what I said? Faith is an assurance of the promises that God has said they are yours being fulfilled in your life. You are assured of that. 
Because God says. What does it mean? If you see something contrary to that promise, you can wage a good warfare because you know that's the thief who has come to steal, kill, and destroy that which your heavenly Father has given to you. But if you don't know the promise, I know if you told you and we told you don't prepare anything, we are coming in the afternoon and we bring all, we'll bring you some good things. If a neighbor shows up at around 2.30, you'll send them away. So, but let me, you know who wanted to I said, no, 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 no. Your mshene can wait. <laughs> a very special people coming at three o'clock. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Do you think you'll be entertaining your neighbor? You know we told you we are coming with good things and you being expected. You'll be entertaining your neighbor. And you know they, um, what they, the way they talk. Huh? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't know about you. Huh? If you're waiting for a special guest, do you entertain everyone else? No, no, no. You stop them. You tell them, but, but, you know, me, and, uh, no, 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 please. Please, I told you. But, but, you know, listen to me for five minutes. I don't have those five minutes. I need to finish with my makeup. Ladies, you're looking at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. All right? Now, now look at it. That, that's when you, you are expectant. So God's promises. When you start seeing the enemy bringing any other thing, you know that's, that's, that's that. You have to stop with God's word. Now let's finish this. Listen to this. Glorious days ahead of us. The world is yet to see the manifestation of the glory of God through the church. Huh? You see that scripture? Glorious days of the church ahead. We are stepping into those days. And I'm reading this then. Oh, good Lord Jesus. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll speak some things by the Spirit. Then we'll continue next week. We're about to go into prayer and fasting, by the way. And we'll be meeting here on Wednesdays and Fridays. Time of prayer. Now listen to this. Let me, let me remind you of this. You can stand up. You've been sitting for quite some time. But that's the word which came from on, on 27th October 2021. Oh, I have to, to remind you of this. By the way, you can get it. Sheila, I'll send it. I'll edit a little bit. I'll send that to you. And if anyone, you all can work it out. Whoever wants it can be available for them. Listen to this. My people ought not to accept the lies of the enemy that dark days are ahead of them. No, they aren't. They aren't. Dark days are not for my people. Glorious days are ahead for my people. You all, you all don't seem like... <laughs> Glorious days are ahead for my people. Days of rejoicing. Days of abundance. Days of my glory coming upon my people. To the world... Yes, it's going to be dark, but not to my people. The veil between this earthly realm into the spirit realm is so thin and it's becoming thin and thinner because my people are crossing over from the earthly realm into the realm of my glory and are experiencing the powers of the age to come. Jesus is coming for what? Glorious church, when? Soon. Is it in our past or in our future? So what is ahead of us? 
glory. Glory. Did you hear they say? Jesus is coming for what? For a glorious church. Well, how do you think a glorious church looks like? Adorned, splendor, healed, whole, wealthy, full of God's presence. It's about to go home and meet the master, the groom. You don't go for your wedding beaten, limping. Huh? You, you are, you, you are done. It's a way that those ladies just walk. They're like, oh. And all the things that have been put on their faces. I, I, you know, I didn't know really it was my first time. You know, I was born again. You understand me? So I, I lived in the realm of being born again. I wouldn't go touching ladies' hairs. You understand? And I thought, this hair is straight. So that evening I came close and I thought, man, this is hard. I didn't think it is this hard. I used to think it was soft. You know the one? Are you beating me in church? <laughs> you know the way they straighten those hairs? I no longer, I, don't, I think they don't know. That. Remember that is 2003. Something like, you know, that like wax or what? And I think, it's, it's just, oh, okay, you see, you say I'm born in church, born again. So that evening, I was just curious, it's honeymoon now. <laughs> that's being adorned, that's being prepared, that's for the groom. That's what happens, church. Oh, oh, glorious days are here. Oh, glorious days are here. Oh, glorious days ahead. Listen, I'm telling us, we haven't seen the glory yet. Whoa, whoa. Thank you, Lord. My goodness. After all the praise, Jim, and, and the choir, I've been here on, on Sundays, and I'm just looking. Um, I'm expecting a cloud many times. I thought, Lord, is it this, this, the, is this morning? Now there's a cloud. And I know some church members for years that have believed God for the manifestation of the power of God, of their healing. And I've prayed with them, but they haven't seen it. I, this one brother, I've told him, man, I've seen in my spirit just running to the front, you are healed and all. Glorious days ahead of us. Miracles like in nothing we've seen. Hallelujah. Oh, we have to give birth. We have to pray them out. We have to wage good warfare. We have to see the glory of God. We have to see that cloud covering this house. We have to see manifestation of the glory of God. Oh, glory. Glory. Oh, the glory. Ha 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 ha. So mandesta Ha 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 ha. Oh glory to God. Oh glory to God. Oh my God, my God, my God. For no one shall be left out. No one shall be left out. But those who will give their hearts to him. 
shall know it, shall know that glory, shall experience that glory. Even the least in the kingdom of God shall experience the glory of God. Even the least in the kingdom of God shall manifest the glory of the Father. You see, they are children. They are children of their home. They are children of their family. And they will manifest the glory of their Father. So yield to Him. Yield to Him. Yield to Him. Yield to Him. Don't say like, I don't know much. No, no, no. It's not coming from you. Yield to Him. Yield to the Holy Spirit. And He will teach you. And that which you have, which looks like small, shall grow, shall increase, shall multiply. He's a God of multiplication. But yield to him and be, be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful in the time of the word. Be faithful in prayer. Be faithful to act on the word of God that he reveals to you. Be faithful to pray for others. To pray for others. Be faithful to repent. To ask him to forgive you. When you miss out the mark, tell him to forgive you. He says that if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. If you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. But if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So yield to him. Humble yourself before him. Humble before him, yourself before him and you will know power. You will know the glory of God. You will know the power of God. You will know God's authority in prayer. You will start realizing you are walking in high levels of authority. And the spirit realm shall be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. Through the word and the spirit. You will know the spirit realm. And you will walk in it. I have seen this over the years. And I will say it again. And you will walk in it as if you are walking in the natural realm. The supernatural becomes your natural. Suddenly you know things that you didn't know before. Suddenly you can walk through gates. That you were unable to walk, in them, to walk through them before. Suddenly you will see things happening in your life that are anything like, like anything you could have imagined for them to happen because you see the anointing factor takes shape in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, Father. Father, what a glorious days ahead. Glorious days for the church ahead. Than anything that we have known, there will be a separation of, of the, a, a complete separation of the church and the world shall not be in the church that which has tried even to creep in the church shall be no more for it shall be thrust out by the glory of God praise God so father I stand as a pastor this congregation the place that you've called me father we consecrate ourselves and give ourselves to prayer we give ourselves to holiness. We give ourselves to a true heart of repentance and humility before you. We give ourselves, Father, to honor you and to your purposes. This being first Wednesday, we gather together. I look ahead over all the Wednesdays of this year. And I look ahead and I see the glory of God. And I start saying the glory of God. The glory of God been revealed. A spirit of prayer and fervency coming upon your people, not only when we gather, but when you gather, it's an explosion of the things that have been happening in our personal lives. Father, thank you for reviving your, the lives of your people. Reviving the children. Reviving the, the youths. Reviving the adults. Reviving men and women that you've called into this church. 
Revive in this nation, Father, for the outpouring of your, of your Spirit. In our neighborhood, we pray this, Father, for the outpouring of your Spirit. In our nation, we pray this, for the outpouring of the Spirit of God than anything we've ever known. Thank you, Father, for awakening ministers, awakening pastors, awakening apostles, awakening teachers and prophets in our nation, in our land, awakening evangelists in our land. Like fire all over our nation. Like fire all over our nation. Awakening the church. Even those giving their lives to Christ, coming in with the fire, coming in and with so much fire in their lives. Oh, Kashi, the Basi, that which could have taken a long time to manifest, will manifest now. They, got born, they get born again. The baptized in the Holy Ghost and they're on fire for God to start going out to lead others to Christ, glory to God, and to serve God and to serve Christ in their lives and everywhere they go. Oh, Father, thank you for the fervency, the zeal of thine house consuming us. Hallelujah. 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 Just praise Him. Just praise Him. Just thank Him. Just praise Him. Just praise Him. Oh, there are things. Oh, my God. There are things. There are things. There are things. Oh, there are things. There are things that He's doing. There are things that He's doing in His church. There are things that He's doing in His body. There are things that He's doing in His body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, no. Devil will not have His say at all. We stand against you by the blood of the Lamb, devil. The word of our testimony, and we love not our lives, even to the day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me finish reading this. Days of rejoicing, days of abundance, days of my glory coming upon my people. The world is going to be dark, but not to my people. And the veil between this earthly realm into the spiritual realm, we saw thin and respect coming thin and thinner because my people are crossing over from the earthly realm into the realm of my glory and experiencing the powers of the age to come. And as, as they taste and see my glory and as they taste and know my glory, they want more of my glory and nothing of this natural realm. And just as it, as it was with Enoch, Enoch experienced this and he was no more because the word of God says God took him. So don't let the lies of the enemy dominate your minds and don't listen to what the world is saying concerning your future. Your future is in my hands, is in my hands, and your future is glorious. And your future is filled with abundance, and your future is filled with good things. So don't listen to the lies of the devil, the, the enemy. Rejoice for the hope of the glory which is to come and expect that. Yes, I know that you have faced difficult things, you have experienced difficult things, but that has never been the plan of the Father for you. So let the goodness of the Father come and overshadow you, and believe this, that Glorious things ahead of you concerning your family. Glorious things ahead of you concerning the work of your hands. Glorious things ahead of you concerning your life. And lay hold of them by of them by faith.